Welcome to Key Points. Today's title is Your Company is Too Risk Averse by Dan Lovallo, Tim Collar, Robert Ulaner, and Daniel Kahneman. Published by Harvard Business Review, March 2020. Economists and psychologists have long been aware that decision makers tend to place greater weight on the economic losses that could result from their decisions than on the potential equivalent gains. Based on Collar and Lovellos McKinsey Global Survey in 2012, the size of investment made little difference to the degree of loss aversion of the managers. It is tentatively concluded that corporate incentives and control processes actively discourage managers from taking risks as they choose what is good for their careers at the potential expense of their company's growth. For all but the largest investments, the consequences of project failure would be far higher for the managers than for the company as a whole. For investments that don't threaten the firm's viability, CEOs tend to be relatively risk-neutral. The difference in value between the choices the CEO would favor and those that managers actually make is a hidden tax on the company. We call it the risk aversion tax. So how do we ensure that managers don't make decisions on the basis of personal consequences should their investments fail? First, we can make risky decisions in batches. Establish a process in which projects are evaluated simultaneously with others on the basis of their collective value and risk, making it a portfolio optimization approach. Second, try bring risk out into the open. It is recommended for companies to consider four to five scenarios to achieve good understanding of the risk. The first step in the risk assessment is to estimate the overall probabilities of each outcomes. It is often useful to have a number of executives assign probabilities, particularly those who are not advocating for the project. They will have less at stake, could be more objective, and may have a broader set of experiences. Next, Tim should explicitly identify the critical risk factors that influence outcomes. When risks are specified like this, executives are better able to identify the causes of project failure and also success. It is important not to penalize poor outcomes, only bad decisions. Confusing the two is a great part of what makes managers risk averse. Last one, method number three, is to make risk less personal. By separating the decision from the execution, company can assign accountabilities to different people and tailor incentives appropriately. Accountability for decisions can be attributed to senior executives who have an incentive to maximize the value of the portfolio without being overly concerned about the risk of a single project. The execution risk, however, such as the cost and the time involved in getting a plant up and running, can be assigned to the project leaders, whose risks are mostly under their control. Other ways to make risks less personal are considering longer time frames when evaluating decision-making performance and recognizing the inevitability of failures. These practices enable a culture of risk-taking across the company.